Are you ready to be uplifted on Be Inspired, your ultimate resource for finding inspiration? Well, I'm thrilled to welcome Dr. Joan Budalowski to the podcast today. Dr. Budalowski is an internationally recognized author and meditation expert with decades of experience studying and teaching yoga and meditation. Her best-selling book is The Complete Idiot's Guide to to Meditation. Let me get that right. So it's The Complete Idiot's Guide to Meditation. And we want to know more. So welcome, Joan. Oh, my goodness. So I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, Francesca. I'm so glad to have you. And has it been sunny all day over there in Lake Geneva? Well, I wish it was. It was kind of a cloudy day, but yesterday was sunny. And that's how days go. One minute it's cloudy, one minute the sun is shining. And that's how it is. (laughs) Well, are you ready to get started? Because I have lots of questions for you, as you know. Great. Let's get started. So, okay, Joan, you've been studying and teaching yoga for decades. So how has this practice influenced your personal and professional life? Because I'd like to know how you incorporate these principles of yoga into your daily routine of conscious living. Mm -hmm. Well, Yoga means coming together, and it really is a life study. It's not, um, you know, we tend to think of yoga as the postures, you know, and or the or the exercise of yoga, but uh, it's really so much more than that. It's truly a philosophy of life, and um, and meditation, uh, yoga, actually the postures that people study, and I, I myself do as well purpose of it is to make the body more supple so that you can sit for longer periods of time in meditation. Oh, interesting. So, I actually didn't know that. Okay. Hmm. So you can sit for longer periods of time in meditation. And to make your body more comfortable to do so. Hmm. Okay, very good. Well, that's uh that's definitely something I've just learned today. <laughs> okay, so your Yo Joan columns, okay, they've been providing inspiration and guidance on stress reduction and meditation for many years. Um, And I wasn't familiar with your columns. Of course, I don't receive your news. However, um, I wanted to know how you stay motivated and inspired to continue writing and, and sharing all this knowledge and wisdom that you have with others. Well, thank you. I've been writing columns now since I started around uh, 2000. So how many years ago is that? (laughs) Quite a while. And I've been writing ever since uh, weekly columns and um, and monthly columns and just uh, a lot of writing. It started out as an advice column Mm. on stress reduction. And people would write in specifically with questions about yoga, because at the time, that's when the when it started was when the Idiot's Guides first came out and they were very popular and best-selling books at that time. And um, so I got a lot of questions about yoga and and my writing has evolved over the years. I tend to write now more slice of life type uh, stories 
and um, and relate them into stress reduction as well, and and uh, and ways to see uh, parts of life and and study them and incorporate them into your life in ways that are less stressful. Well, that's fantastic because that is so relatable for people on the everyday daily grind, the, the whole slice of life type stories that you were, were speaking of. So I think that's great. The advice column and the stress reduction are um, everything we still need to use today. So, yes. And I, I also, you know, I mean, I struggle just like anyone with um, stress and, 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 and problems in life and all those things, you know, I'm not, I, I just, but I, I, I like to look at them and learn from them right. and, um, and share my, my struggles as well with the different things in life and how, how can I incorporate these principles that I've been studying so long and I try my best to, and sometimes I fall short of that too. And that's where, that's where beautiful mentors come in to help you, to, to um, help you get back on the journey, you know, is in your heart. Right. And your, your honesty about what you actually go through is, is very much appreciated. And and let's just talk about your website um, for a minute as well. You have yoyoga.com and that's been providing weekly updates on yoga and meditation, as you say, for, for 25 years. And I was just curious to know, and I was throwing this question out at you earlier, but I mean, how do you keep the content fresh and relevant um, in, in what others might be interested in, mm-hmm. in hearing and in what you're sharing on your website or your blog? Well, every Monday I, I update with a new meditation. There's so many I just, um, uh, short meditations too, that people can incorporate into their lives. Okay. Uh, And they can subscribe to this, right? From, from yo yoga.com. Yes. Yes. You want to get that? Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh So every Monday there's a new meditation that's up. I've recently started, um, including, uh, YouTube videos to go with the meditation because not everyone, uh, uh, will, uh, benefit from reading it some people have to hear it and so i have um some guidance in the meditations i've just started recently doing that as well putting them in there and uh yeah that's what i i've started uh doing on the and i'm i'm constantly writing too and uh books and new books and i have another uh a new book coming out hopefully soon on meditation too Mm -hmm. incorporates short meditations well, you know, we're going to have to talk about that. <laughs> we'll definitely have to talk about that um, coming soon. Um, I want to make a comment on the YouTube meditations because I do receive those and I just think they're fantastic. And as you say, they're they're not very long, um, but they just, they just feel so nice. You have a way of taking us in and as you're taking us in, it's like you're able to sort of take a deep breath and then exhale. It's very, very therapeutic and very relaxing. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Francesca. Well, as you well know, I, I, you're someone who works from your heart. And I just try my best to, whenever I put together a meditation, to really ground myself, be quiet, take time, mm-hmm. and think about what I'm doing very carefully and choose my words very carefully 
And there do not need to be a lot of words uh, uh, in guiding someone into a meditative practice, uh, helping them along in that way. In your book, The Complete Idiot's Guide to Meditation, it's been a bestseller for, for many years. What inspired you to write the book? And I mean, how has it impacted the lives, do you think, of those who have read it? Well, actually, you know, when I, uh, I was teaching college at that time and I was teaching yoga courses and there, um, I found that the philosophy is, of yoga at that time, and I remember this is 1994, 95, there was not many books that, that were, I found out there at least, that were very simple. And I wanted a small book that a college student could just put in their jean pocket and take around with them about the philosophy of yoga. So I put together a, a bunch of little yogi books, basically for my classes. And my friend, Kathy, was was getting into the web development field at that time believe it or not 90 it seems it seems impossible now with all that's online but she, it was just starting out web designs and web development that was a whole new new world mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um, she said Joan let me put together a website for you and I said why would I need a website in yoga and she said well you've got all these books I'll just put a website together for you and, and she put together a beautiful website yo yoga and and that's where I was selling my books on that site. And and this is really true. Mm -hmm. uh, this editor from Simon & Schuster saw my website and called me and left a message on my machine saying, you know, I'm, I'm uh, uh, his name at, at Simon & Schuster, Gary was his name. And he said, um, I, I want you to give me a call because I'm looking for a yoga author. Now, I had just moved back to Illinois from New York. And I thought my friends were kidding me. I thought it was a joke because I thought, oh, they know I'm writing these little books, you know, and I, it sounded like a friend of mine from New York. So I called Kathy and I said, uh, I got this call, you know, from this editor, Gary in New York. I mean, from Simon and Schuster. She goes, what? And I said, well, I just, I got this call from a, and she goes, well, call him back. I said, I thought this was some kind of joke. And she goes, no, call him back. So I called him back. Uh -huh. And he's and he said that he that he represents the idiot's guides, the complete idiot's guide. Now, believe it or not, I was not familiar with the complete idiot's guides. And I said to him, I said, Well, if you want to do yoga, you can't have a title like that because yoga is about nonviolence. And that's that title is is just anti to mm -hmm. yoga. And he says, well, we're not going to change the title. And, I, you know, you're one of many authors, actually, I'm interviewing. So, you know, so I called my friend back and I said, well, I don't think he's that interested because I told him I think the title should be changed. And she mm -hmm. was, Joan, are you familiar with these books? She we went together to a bookstore and found Idiot's Guides everywhere. And um, I didn't realize that they were so popular. So mm -hmm. um, so anyway, uh, uh, shockingly, they did call me back. And they did want me to do the book. And so I ended up um, do, being paired with Eve Adamson, who um, has written for them uh, uh, for different different books. And, and they paired us together. She was wonderful to work with. And um, they originally wanted me to uh, put the book all in first person. And I said, no, Eve and I are a team. If we're going to do this book, I want it to be us, not I. And, um, and so that's what happened. And here we, 
we mm-hmm. they became very popular and and uh it was just the beginning of many uh books with the series that's a fabulous fabulous story thank you for sharing that I actually didn't know all, <laughs> all the details I mean on top of the book you're also an accomplished musician you play the harp so how does your love for music then tie in with your passion for meditation and mindfulness and how you use your music to create these beautiful heart meditations well i for music is really where my love and my passion started i'm a very passionate person and music uh is just my love it will always be my love and when i started out i wanted to be a singer and so I, I got involved with the Chicago Federation of Musicians, and I worked with Les Waverly Orchestra as a big band singer, and I worked around town in different clubs singing with jazz trios, and, and then I moved to New York, and I started working regularly there at the Angry Squire Jazz Trio, and I continued working with Les Waverly in Chicago, and, and, uh, and I just... Uh, I, I found that yoga and meditation during that time helped me just in the nerve wracking aspects of the business of the performing arts. It mm-hmm. can be very, uh, you know, I, I'm not, I'm a, I'm a shyer person actually, but I do love, uh, I do love the um, aspects of uh, music. So I, so performing is, is sometimes a hard and uh, so I, I found that yoga and meditation helped to center me. And that's how it got, got me started in studying it to help me in the performing arts. And it ended up uh, being something that kind of switched over from music to, but really it's still in my life though. Music is still a big part of my life. Right. In a different right. way. In a different way. And just to talk a little bit about your background, you do have the PhD in education from the University of Illinois at Chicago. So tell me how your education and that academic background, how has that all influenced your work in meditation and mindfulness? And how do you incorporate all of that, all of those principles into your teaching? Well, my dissertation was revolved around Anthony DeMello. Then the uh, and then he was um, when I lived in New York, I became good friends with a couple of Catholic priests, and they came to all my shows and they would sit and just cheer me on everywhere I everywhere I performed. They'd show up and uh, and and I'm uh, wasn't religious. We just happened to be very uh, we just connected. And so they got me interested and in a friend of theirs who was Anthony DeMello. And he was a Jesuit priest who wrote several very popular books, one being called Awareness. And every time I'd see the priest, they'd give me a new book to read, Awareness. And I used to read these, or different of Anthony's books, not just Awareness. He That was his best-selling book, but he wrote many books. And they'd always give me a different book. And he died uh, the, uh, the weekend I was supposed to meet him. And so I never got to actually meet him, but I've read all of his books. And I ended up going on some uh, teaching seminars with these two priests. Uh, We would go around uh, all over the United States, really, on weekend seminars on awareness. And what I would do is teach yoga and meditation. And they would teach Anthony DeMello's uh, teachings. 
and then they'd, they'd have a break and Joan will teach some meditation. Now Joan will teach some yoga mm -hmm. and I taught massage too. So my point of bringing this up is that's what my dissertation involved was mm -hmm. I looked at yoga uh, and, and how a uh, curriculum of awareness, how we can, how we can foster more awareness in our teaching and in our, our studies and in our life. I love that curriculum of awareness. Mm, okay. So tell me then how you see the field of meditation and mindfulness evolving in the future and, and the impact you hope it's going to have on society. Well, I, it's a very personal study, you know, so it's, 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 it, I, I, it's so personal that I, it's hard to look at societal terms because we, we know that we're, we're in a, struggling time on a societal level mm -hmm. a lot of there's a lot of hostility anger all those kind of things come into play in daily life and uh, meditation is one way to help address these kind of issues in a way that looks inward and tries to look at the source of where that anger and that stress is coming from and and to release it mm -hmm. And I have found myself, just like anyone else, I get stressed, I get angry. And I know that in days when I do my meditation, oh my goodness, I mean, mm -hmm. uh, it's just incredible. And the days when I don't, and when I'm mm -hmm. not focused in meditation, mm -hmm. I, you know, I can have a hard time just like anyone else. I read your so, notes. I think you said, look out. <laughs> yes, right. You know, so it really does make a difference. Right. And I just... Right. Uh, I, so it's a personal study. It's not like okay. I'm not here to say everybody do meditation because it's a very personal study. And until you get to that point where you really see that, yes, I need some help. I need mm -hmm. some help and I want to work with the something that will help me. Mm -hmm. And uh, meditation is one of those things. This would be a perfect place because I don't want to run out of time. The segments are only 30 minutes, but to oh. possibly end it here can you do like a one or two minute meditation or breathing exercise with us? Something sure. to, to demonstrate mm -hmm. and help and sh show and share. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. I would love to. Um, well, here's a very simple, I'll give you very simple things that you could take with you anywhere. Okay. Okay. You don't have to be sitting in your meditation corner. You could do, take it into your life as you walk. As okay. You Perfect. Communicate with people. Okay. A very simple thing to do is to exhale twice as long as you inhale. And now let me guide you through that so you know. Okay. Okay. So let's start by just inhaling for four counts. Two, three, four. And exhale for four. Two, three, four. Now inhale for four. Two, three, four, and again, exhale for four, two, three, four. Inhale, four, two, three, four. A little longer, exhale, six, two, three, four, five, six. Inhale for four, two, three, four. Exhale, eight, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 
eight. Inhale, four, two, three, four. Exhale, eight, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Now you can continue doing that. And just remember, whenever you're stressed, think in terms of slow my exhale down. One thing people say often is calm down, relax, relax. Well, people don't know what to do to relax. Well, here's what you can do. Just exhale longer than you inhale and consciously do it. Think I'm gonna, if you're, if you're inhaling for two, exhale for four. If you're inhaling for four, exhale for eight. I love that exercise. That was perfect. I actually didn't want it to end just so you know. <laughs> I would have kept going if we weren't on a time limit. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, I just think what we're doing here is making that conscious awareness connect to the breath. And that's a whole other podcast in itself. So I mm -hmm. definitely want you to, um, come back and, and join me again for another pod. I, I cannot thank you enough for being here today and exploring meditation. And I mean, we've only scratched the surface here, but will you come back and share more? Oh, Francesca, it would be my honor. I'm so honored that you asked me to be on your podcast because I love it. And I'm, I'm so honored. So thank you so much. It's been absolutely my pleasure. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful to have you as my guest. Your book is available on Amazon. Your website is yoyoga.com for anybody that would like to connect with Joan and to stay in the loop and never miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast. Until next time, be inspired. Thanks, Joan. Thank you.